Welcome to the Property Boom Show with Todd Polkey. Straight talk about how to make big money from property in today's market. Hey there, Todd Pocky here and welcome to today's Ask Todd video. Today's video is all about, well, what do you do when you've got, well, let's just call it a stinker in your property portfolio. What are your options and what are your next steps? That's what we're gonna be talking about today. Okay, so this is a question that um, unfortunately I'm getting coming up time and time again. So I got this from Jocelyn, I got this from Scott, I got this from a number of others. You know, this is particularly becoming very relevant and very obvious now that we've now come through the mining boom in the Australian property market, right? So um, as the mining boom was going on, it sounded amazing, it sounded so sexy. You could go up there, you can get all this massive growth, you can get all this cash flow, and it seemed like it was the perfect investment opportunity. But now that the mining boom has really calmed down, I'm seeing a lot of people come up with this. They've got these properties in their portfolio. Well, let's just call it they're now stinkers. You know, before they were the golden egg, but now, unfortunately, they're really holding people back and they're finding they're not sure what to do with it. And this is what happens in these type of marketplaces. You know, mining markets can be sexy and they can be exciting. And um, a lot of people were told and advised to actually go into these markets. You know, places like Blackwater, places like Dysart, places like Moranbar. You know, they seem like the golden egg, the thing that was going to solve everyone's problems. But like all these markets, which can go absolutely crazy and give these, um, you know, positive cash flows of 15% and all this crazy type of stuff, they can also come down the other side. So where there might be great reward, often there can also be great risk also. But in the excitement of all, a lot of people got involved in these type of marketplaces and let's just say, you know, they're not as exciting anymore and we've seen some huge losses come out. Now, there's a few things that you could do when, when these type of things, and you've got one of these sitting in your portfolio right now. You know, you could either sit around it and just focus on it and go, because of this, that means that, you know, investing sucks, it means I can't do anything. And um, you could just focus on the limitation that it might be giving you right now, right? But you know, focusing on that and doing that isn't going to do anything. All it does is make you feel more and more depressed, quite frankly, and give you more and more reasons not to ever go and do anything ever again. You know, what you've got to think, start thinking about doing, and I know this can be hard to do this at times, you've got to start moving your emotions out of this decision, out of your investment portfolio. And I get it can be difficult when you're focusing on, you know, your financial life and it really it might be causing you a lot of pain right now, or it might just be holding you back. But we've got to start looking dispassionately at it. And we've got to start looking at, okay, well, it's a decision that was made and what do we need to do about it? We start to be thinking about, well, how can we still move forward? And remember why you decided to start getting involved in investing in the first place. More than likely, it had nothing to do with the property itself. What it really had to do with is that you wanted to create some more financial choices in your life. And you chose property investing as that vehicle, as you know, the hundreds of thousands of other Australians and investors all over the world choose that as their vehicle of choice. Unfortunately, maybe this decision just wasn't the right one based on the marketplace. And you know, what a lot of people didn't know um, and how, couldn't have predicted that the mining boom was gonna to come to an end within a very short period of time. So we wanna start looking at dispassionately and we wanna start understanding, well, what are the options moving forward? Step number one is that you want to look at where you are right now. Okay, well, this decision, this property investment that you might have in a mining market per se, 
right? Well, how much is it exactly costing you? Understand the exact level that it might be pulling you back in cash flow, or how much is it dropped in value? And how much is, is it holding you back right now, right? Can you afford to hold on to it? Is it actually worthwhile holding on to it? And um, how much is it actually holding you back by? So rather than ignoring it, a lot of people just like to ignore it and pretend it's not there. Wrong thing to do because it is there and you've got to accept it's there and you've got to understand, okay, well, how much is it actually holding you back right now? And um, by what level maybe has it gone down in value or is it the same and is it just going to sit there? Step number one, get very clear on what that property is actually doing in the portfolio. Okay, step number two is that you want to assess your options moving forward. You know, based on having that property, does that, are you still in a position that you can actually move forward while you protect yourself, of course? Do you still have serviceability to the, with the banks? Do you still have some savings capacity? Do you still have some equity within your other portfolio, or maybe your own home, whatever it is? Assess the options. Not saying you have to go out and do something, but you want to get a clear understanding of where you are right now and what your next steps possibly could be. And then, as I said, you've got to remove the, um, the, the passion and the emotion out of it and start looking at your options as an investor. Now, an investor looks at everything as far as return on investment. That's how they look at things. So you want to start laying out your opportunities and the options in front of you with exact numbers behind it. So you're not basing your decision based on emotion, you're basing your decision based on facts and figures. And that's how an investor really needs to look at it. So do you know what? Sometimes that you're going to look at this property and you're going to go, do you know what? The absolute best decision for me is to sell it. Even if you make a small loss, you've got to ask yourself the question, are you in a position to sell that property, realize that loss, and is that the best decision for you? And how do you assess that? Well, you go, well, if I'm going to sell this property, then how much is it going to cost me to sell it, right? What is the loss that I'm going to make? Okay, at the same breath, um, can you afford that loss, right? Can you absorb it in other, in other properties or other equity or other savings or whatever it is? But then importantly, if you did take that small loss, what is the opportunity that it now creates for you? Does it then free up your borrowing capacity, go and do something different? Does that you know, free up your brain space and your emotional space that you can actually get involved in the market again, whether it is investing or something else? You know, what is the opportunity does it create? So you want to lay that option out. And let's just call that option A. So we now have that. Option B, can you write it out? Do you have other opportunity left in your portfolio? So if you had that left sitting there, and um, you know, knowing how much it's going to cost you, knowing how much serviceability might suck away from you, knowing the consequence of holding it there, do you still have opportunity to move forward? Critical question. So then you ask yourself the question, well, can I trade out of this? Can I ride out this market? You know, is this market, is there any um, vision on the future that it may actually recover? Now, if it's in a Dice Heart or Morumbah, you know, I don't think they're going to be recovering anytime soon. But if it's in a more of a major regional diversified location, where it's not just based on mining, but you know what? There are other factors behind the economy and it's just going through a rough period because of the mining um, downturn, then maybe it might be something that you want to consider. So you want to be able to look at it as an investor and go, well, is there still some movement in the future in this marketplace? And are you better just riding out the market while able to go ahead and do something else? Can you trade your way out of that deal that was actually done and continue moving forward, knowing that it'll probably pick up at some point in time. The next option, okay, well, if that's not an option, then the next option, well, if you do really do have to get rid of it, how can you, and maybe the market is flattened and maybe no one's buying now, or maybe there's very few people in the marketplace, 
Then you want to ask yourself the question, well, can I create a funkier type of deal? You know, and you've got to start putting your opportunity cap back on and you start got to get creative. And you go, cool, can I make it, turn that into a deal where it's going to be more attractive to a would-be investor or first homeowner in the area that wants to move into it? Maybe you think about things like vendor financing. Maybe you think about things like um, you know uh, people that mightn't have much of a deposit. Or maybe you think about providing a great rental yield on it or a rental guarantee or something like that. So start thinking outside the box and go, well, could I turn this into a funky deal and how could I do that? Maybe it's about putting a granny flat out the back. Maybe it's about, I don't know, just start thinking outside the box and write down 10 answers, 10 different ways that you can make this more attractive to a would-be investor or maybe something living in a location that they might find that now desirable. And if you're not sure, get on the phone to local real estate agents in the area and just start asking some questions. All I'm saying is assess the opportunity, assess the options, okay? So you want to find that out. Alright, now if that's not possible, then you want to go, okay, well, um, you know, it's a marketplace, um, it's, it's a, a debtor, it's not going anywhere, um, you know, I don't see it correcting, uh, I really got to get rid of it, okay, well, what are your next steps? And you've got to assess the options, you know, can you negotiate something with the bank? I know some um, some students, some uh, people that bought into mining markets um, many, many years ago, and they were riding the wave with it, you know, Port Hedland and Carrathera riding the wave with it, right? And uh, they held those properties and thought that it was always going to keep going. But guess what? The market has dropped by 40, 50, 60%. The cash will disappeared. And they've got a solicitors involved negotiating with the bank to be able to get out of that deal, right? And just get out of it for what, you know, what they owe on it or whatever it is. So maybe you might want to go down that option. All I'm saying is that you want to assess the opportunity. You want to assess the options in front of you. And as an investor, when you've got those options, A, B, C, and D laid out in front of you, then you want to be making a decision, not based on emotion, but based on um, facts and figures and investment decisions so that you can actually move forward. And start thinking outside the box. Start thinking about, well, is there a way for me to move forward? Okay, it's a bad investment decision. It happens, guys. I've made them. Everyone that's been in property investing or probably has built any type of investment portfolio business has made them in the past. So what do you need to do about it? And how can you keep moving forward? You can take it in two ways. You can go, okay, well, um, I, you know, I made a bad decision. That means I'm a terrible investor. That means I shouldn't be investing. That means investing sucks or that it's all too risky, right? Or you could go look at it and go, well, that was an investment decision I made. Well, what do I need to do now? You know, I'm still committed to creating financial freedom because sitting there and doing nothing, that is also very, very risky, guys, right? Doing absolutely nothing leads to a life of financial struggle for most people and leads to a life of working to 67 or 70 or 80 or whatever the, um, you know, the retirement age keeps going up to, and then trying to skimp out a, a living on retirement, usually on the pension for 75% of the population, right? So, you know, remember why you got involved in investing in the first place. Then ask yourself the question. Start asking opportunity questions. Well, what can I do? What is the one step that I can take towards actually moving towards where I want to go? What is the one step I can take towards fixing this situation? What is the one step that I can take towards becoming more financially powered in once again? 
Right, so I know I'm not the most exciting, um, uh, exciting video, guys, not the most inspiring or empowering video, I know, but this is a critical question that seems to be coming up for a lot of people. And even if you haven't made a bad decision, you've got to be able to have a plan that, you know what, when things don't go quite according to plan, and not everything is going to be smooth sailing, you've got to have a plan for what you're going to do next. So thanks so much for tuning in, guys. You know, let me know your comments. Let me know if you've got any other questions. Put them in the comment section underneath. You know, like the video, share this out if you think it's going to be useful to someone else. And think, you know, share what, what is your next action step going to be? What if you're in this situation or if you've made a mistake, you know, what did you do in the past that can help other people who are going through the same experience? Or what one action step are you going to take? out of this video and listening to this right now, moving towards your very own financial freedom. Comment in the box below, like it, share it out guys. I appreciate your responses guys and um, I'll be on there responding as well. Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next video.